Hi, everyone. Welcome to the FDIP, the official podcast of the Faculty Development and Innovation Center at EIU. I'm Kim Irvin, instructional designer and your host today. This podcast series is to further promote teaching excellence through the sharing of information related to instructional design, teaching strategies, and innovation. In this episode, I'll share what microlearning is, what it is not, and discuss its uses. Microlearning is another teaching strategy that helps disrupt forgetting by activating our brain's working memory to help transition new information into long-term memories. In the book Microlearning, Short and Sweet, by Carl Cap and Robin DeFleiss, which is linked in the show notes, microlearning is defined as an instructional unit that provides a short engagement in an activity intentionally designed to elicit a specific outcome from the learner. In that definition, there are five key words or phrases that underpin its meaning. The first one is instructional unit. Second is short. Third is engagement activity. Fourth, intentional. And the fifth is specific outcome. I'll summarize how the authors explain those words and phrases and add specific context for using microlearning in higher education. The phrase instructional unit means the microlearning event stands by itself. Everything the learner needs to complete the microlearning is contained within the unit. How could this manifest in your course? At EIU, there is a D2L course shell created for every course, every semester, regardless of course delivery modality. So a microlearning unit or lesson could live in D2L for a face-to-face, hybrid, or online course. The second word to examine in that meaning is short. Short means it is not expected to last beyond a few minutes. An exact number of minutes is not universally agreed upon. Different learning or performances will require different lengths of time, perhaps anywhere from 5 to 60 minutes. The goal of the microlearning experience should be focused on achieving a singular outcome, containing need-to-know information, leaving out the nice-to-know information, to keep the microlearning unit hyper-focused, concentrated, and brief. Phrase three is engagement activity. Microlearning needs engagement to hold the learner's attention and activity to reinforce the learning. Think of microlearning as an event that can be as subtle as a mental activity, something like consider three viable options for solving this issue. Maybe it contains a little deeper engagement with something like a short video or a brief article or a short podcast that includes a mini quiz. Or it can be as overt as a physical activity such as collect the sample. Microlearning elicits a specific outcome. One of the first determinations when designing microlearning is what one specific result should its completion elicit and which course outcome does that result align with. All course content, regardless of its size, should align with or map back to one or more course outcomes. For example, in a face-to-face anatomy course, let's pretend learners struggle with the sequence of blood flow through the heart and the circulatory system. A microlearning lesson has been developed and made accessible to the learners in D2L with the singular objective of listing the steps in the sequence in the correct order. 
The next word to explain in the definition of microlearning is intentional. Microlearning is intentional. Taking a lengthy recorded lecture about the sequence of blood flow through the heart and the blood vessels and chunking it into smaller 10-minute video or podcast segments is best practice for delivering macro-learning content. However, those types of individual course content pieces are not self-contained units, can lack engagement, and eliciting a specific outcome. They are simply appropriate micro-sized course content items rather than micro-learning. A micro-learning event has a structure where the instructional unit aligns with a course outcome, has an interaction and a delivery mechanism. The learning outcome of the sequence of blood flow micro-learning unit is to list the steps in the blood flow sequence in the correct order. This outcome aligns with the course outcome of explain the sequential flow of blood through the heart and blood vessels to be able to facilitate accurate diagnosis and effective treatment in healthcare practice. The interactions are the learner's use of animations or diagrams to illustrate the process and a D2L quiz to list the steps. The delivery mechanism is D2L. To further help understand what microlearning is, let me also summarize what I have learned microlearning is not. Microlearning is not new. It has been in use for a long time. Flashcards as a form of microlearning trace back to the 1900s. The application of microlearning has simply grown with the advancement of educational and mobile technologies. In addition to it not being a 10-minute chunk of lecture in the form of a video or podcast that I mentioned earlier, it is also not a resource library or a list of additional or optional course materials. If a learner references a diagram of the sequential flow of blood through the heart and blood vessels, they are accessing the resource as a resource, not as a micro-learning event. The diagram does not teach the learner the sequential flow. Microlearning is also not a complete learning ecosystem. It is not a replacement for other types of learning delivery like lecture, role plays, and simulations. Microlearning is meant to be a part of a larger system and used to reinforce macrolearning, like the microlearning unit on the blood flow sequence is used to reinforce the understanding of the circulatory system. Another thing I have learned is microlearning is not right for every learning outcome. Not all course content lends itself to microlearning. Microlearning isn't a teaching strategy that helps form connections between knowledge being learned. It is not meant for deep reflection, building expertise, complex problem solving. Achieving a deeper level of understanding or those higher order thinking skills in a taxonomy about a subject takes time and practice through contextual application, which microlearning is not designed to do. Microlearning reinforces the level of understanding that is more aligned with the lower order thinking skills as a basis of achieving the higher level of understanding. Also, microlearning is not always about knowledge acquisition. In education, we do do a great deal of instilling knowledge, However, microlearning can focus on performance and behavior change. A microlearning event can focus on what the learner needs to do rather than what they need to know. With a picture of what microlearning is and what it isn't, what are some example uses of microlearning? 
Now, keep in mind what was mentioned earlier at EIU, there is a D2L course shell created for every course, regardless of course delivery modality. So a microlearning unit or lesson could live in D2L for a face-to-face, hybrid, or online course. A microlearning instructional unit could be contained within a lesson or sub-lesson folder within the new content experience of D2L. The material the learner would need, such as an article, video, PowerPoint, or a set of flashcards generated with a flashcard application like Quizlet or the flashcard Lab Chrome extension, along with an activity such as a D2L quiz or a Kaltura video quiz that allows instant feedback or a D2L discussion question that asks for a video note recording to answer questions. Now, a small element of gamification can be added to a microlearning instructional unit in D2L by using a D2L release condition to award a badge for its completion. Links to more information about Quizlet and the Flashcard Lab Chrome extension is available in the show notes. Another consideration is Open Educational Resources, OER for short. OER and microlearning are a natural combination complementing each other to provide faculty and learners with open access to microlearning units. Consider searching OER repositories for microlearning content or complete interactive units. Booth Library has a guide that is linked in the show notes on how to find OERs. Feel free to check it out. I hope this podcast has provided a picture of what microlearning is and has perhaps prompted you to self-assess whether a micro-learning unit might fit in your course for the benefit of your learners. A quote adapted from William Butler Yeats that underscores a core principle of micro-learning, which is the idea of igniting understanding skill and memory through small, focused learning experiences is this. Learning is not about filling the pail, but lighting the fire, one small spark at a time. If you would like someone to help you brainstorm a micro-learning unit for one of your courses, feel free to reach out to me at 217-581-3716 or at ksirvin at eiu.edu. Thanks for listening and continuing to learn.